In the name of Jesus, amen. amen. Please be seated. Anybody else get duped right there? St. Logan and I were uh, looking for, where where we go here? <laughs> Sorry. I meant to tell you about that before we sang, and I forgot. <laughs> and I, if it wasn't for my wife singing, I wouldn't have known. I heard her loud and clear. Like, oh, yes, four. We're on to four. The next page. Thank you. I look up and Logan's going through the same thing I am. I'm like, where are we at? And he didn't tell me, so I had to figure out how to tell him. I was, I was waiting on you, Logan. Tell me. Pastor, we're on this verse. I know. <laughs> I didn't either. We shall be like him. 1 John 3, 2. This is our sermon text. We shall be like whom? Jesus. We shall be like Jesus. And who is Jesus. He is the Son of the living God, the Son of the Father in heaven, who through self-sacrificing love turned us into God's children, as Jesus is a child of God, the one, only, begotten child of God. We are the adopted children of God through Jesus. The kind of love our Father has for you is known through His Son, Jesus, our Lord. It's the agape love, the charity love, the grace love that we focused on a few weeks ago. It's God's comprehension of our sin problem coupled with his corresponding purpose of how to deal with it by sending Jesus into human flesh to live, die, and be resurrected for you in your place. His death is your death. His life is your life. His resurrection is the first fruits of our resurrected bodies. Because Jesus went to the cross like a criminal, a sinner, an enemy of justice, because he was cursed in your place, you shall be like him. How's that exactly? Like a criminal? You're going to be like a criminal? No, he wasn't a criminal. You shall be like him in his resurrection in his life everlasting, in his purity as he sits with God in the throne of heaven. Protected you shall be by his presence as we heard in the readings. Pure. You will be like the one who conquered death. Want to conquer death? Who wants to conquer death? I'd like to conquer death. Death seems like a major buzzkill. Just saying. I'd like to conquer it. Oh! I have conquered it. You have conquered it. We have conquered it through Christ Jesus. In your baptism into his life, death, and resurrection, what he has experienced is given to you. His resurrection, an empty tomb, your resurrection to come. Your empty tomb. Resurrected in purity as well. As we read in 1 John 3, 3, Everyone who thus hopes in Jesus and Him purifies himself as He is pure. Are you pure yet? No. Yes. James got, got the trick question. Sorry, buddy. That's okay. <laughs> it's a yes and a no. He went with the no part. I'm going to emphasize the yes part. It's the law, it's the law and the gospel. Yeah, right now. Right now you are pure, but as you know, and as James apparently knows really well, because he said no, not quite yet. 
in your hope in Jesus, when you put your trust in Christ, when you have faith that he lived for you vicariously, that he is your substitute, that when you were baptized into his perfect life, sacrificial death, and wonderful resurrection, when you trust him, as he said, that the bread of the Eucharist is his body and the wine is his blood, when you trust him, when he says water saves you, as Peter spoke, when you trust that you are more than what you seem to be, just as the mystery of his altar is more than it seems to be, then you are already pure, yet not fully comprehending that. And that's why it's a yes and a no. Trust, faith, hope. Your hope in Christ, it does purify you. Your faith in Christ crucified and resurrected for you, it does make you well even right now. The purity of the future is yours at this moment. Is it tainted by sin? Yes. Is it hard to see because we see now dimly through a veil? Yes. But are you something greater than yourself at this very moment? Yes. You are greater than a sinner. St. James, St. Judy, St. Carl. Oh, I'd like to go through the whole room, but I won't. My sermons already go on too long. Saints, all of you. St. Bob. Thanks, Bob. I saw that. No, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah. And St. Mary Bob. Can we, can we make a card of you that says St. Mary Yes. No? no? Like, why am I attached to my brother's name all the time? No. Sinners and saints, more than what we think of ourselves. I don't know about you guys, but my perception of myself, as I think about my sins and my, my failings, I'm very quick to dwell on my sinner, the old Adam within me. It can be very hard for me to see Saint Ty. Because I forget to see myself through the lens of the cross. I see myself through what I know in my heart. And this is why we never look inward to figure out who we are. We don't navel gaze. We don't turn inward to look for us. We don't follow our hearts because our hearts are black pits of sin. We follow the cross. We follow his heart. Because he is pure. And therefore we are pure in him. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for. The conviction of things not seen. Hebrews 11.1 1. When you trust in God's promise. That when Jesus appears. In his final advent. We shall be like him. Because we shall see him as he is then you are purifying yourself. Not that you can do anything yourself, but that you have received the Holy Spirit who empowers you to purify yourself as you trust in Jesus, in his purifying sacrifice, his purifying blood, his purifying body, the purifying waters of his baptism. All of those are for your forgiveness to take away the impurities in you who are gold, to burn it out, 
the gold being refined by fire, made pure. You are forgiven, dear saints, of all your forgiveness, or of all your sins you are forgiven, of all your transgressions. When Jesus appears, you will see him as he truly is. You will not see him as a crucified, dead corpse. You will see him in all his glory. You will see him as the disciples saw him after his resurrection, in his ascension. Which is why it's wonderful to have a Christus Rex. You know, I always like to emphasize that our, our crucifix isn't the bloodied corpse. I mean, that's a really powerful picture. That's what he went through. But this is also a powerful picture in that this is who our Lord is, glorious and divine, King of all kings, Lord of the saints. You will be like him, and he is very much alive. Very much alive. He is more human than you can ever imagine, than you ever thought possible. You said, Pastor, more human? What do you mean by that? Well, our reference of human is fallen man. Our reference for what it means to be human is a sin-tainted mankind. Sinners. Jesus wasn't a sinner. So he was truly human, the only truly human since the fall into sin. Adam and Eve being the only two people to ever experience what a sinless life was like up until they ruined it, (laughs) which we would have done too. And so since then, the human experience has not known another person to be sinless, to be truly human. We are subhuman in that respect. So we cannot fathom what true humanity looks like what it feels like to be human without the corruption of sin, without the fear of death, without succumbing to the devil's temptations? Or does our epistle reading say, Beloved, we are God's children now, right now. And what will be has not yet appeared. And so, yes, you are already pure right now. You just cannot see it for what it is. You are a child of God right now. Saints right now. That's what being a Christian makes you. The term Christian and and child of God, they're synonymous. Christians are children of God through Christ's blood, through our baptisms, even though we feel like nothing but wretched sinners far too often. And I praise the Lord when you have days that you don't, that he has revealed to you the purity that's within your heart. And I hope those days outweigh the days of despair. But when they don't, look to the cross and know you are pure right now in the eyes of God. You are a redeemed child of the Heavenly Father, part of His family. In repentance, you are a justified child of the Heavenly Father. Not just when you get to heaven down the road, but right this very moment, that is your reality. That is your identity. If you like to sign off your emails with your preferred pronouns, put holy on there and see how the world likes it. Put sainted and see what they they ask. I don't know how you're going to do that in the he, her type of format, but do something there. Put a little slash hallowed slash holy. That's my pronoun. Every time I get an email from Christina now, it'll say hallowed slash holy. (laughs) 
I love it. It's not a future tense. It's happening right now. It's true for you right now. Your identity is in Christ, you sainted sinners. Christ already died on the cross. He was already raised from the dead for you. And you have already been baptized into his resurrection. Right now you are pure. You've been born again from above right now. Made into a new creature right now. A child of the heavenly father right now. That is the love that St. John talks about that we have received from the father. That he has made us right now into something great. We just have a hard time seeing it. Because we have a hard time seeing Jesus. My old Adam doesn't want me to see the new man within me. Tyrell likes being Tyrell. But what I need to be is Jesus Christ. As John the Baptist said, I must decrease and he must increase. Eventually we will see Jesus when he appears again and each and every one of you will be like him and you will see him as he is, that is to say, pure. And you will be fully pure and you will see yourself as you truly are. Untainted by the lies of the devil. You will see yourself in purity apart from your sin because it will have been burned out. You will see yourself as the gold treasure that you are in Christ's eyes. You will be fully alive in the glory of Jesus and his presence, children of God without the burden of an inner son of Adam lurking within, trying to lie to you. You shall be like him. Like whom? Like Jesus, the son of the living God, the father in heaven. You shall be like who you are right now, minus the sinner. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.